everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from chillier and chillier Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist, a podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, it is a mess in America. <laughs> people are touching people when they don't want to be touched. Without consent. There, if it only stopped at touching, let's just. Well, yeah, I mean, well, and people are are harassing people. Here's yeah. the thing, uh, we're we're gonna just discuss uh, this moment in history in terms of uh, what you know, touching people and power. <laughs> yeah, and and for me, that's that's an interesting question to be to be looking at is how people are abusing their power. Yeah, um, and and for for sort of sexual. In sexual ways, but anyway, we'll I mean, be getting... it's okay if they agree with me politically for them to touch somebody against their will. It's just not okay if they disagree with me politically, <laughs> right? Isn't that how? That's usually that's you know what's interesting is that has been how it worked in the past. Yeah, and we're kind of at this watershed moment where uh, it feels like it's changed at least on the left a little bit. <laughs> well, we'll see. Well, but we'll see how that. We'll get to that eventually. All right, uh, Dan. Yes, sir. Uh, I've got some uh, some some news from the UK. Oh, you know we've been struggling in this country. We've had sort of this uh, this horrible uh, years. It's been years now that it's been going on. This war on Christmas, oh. uh, a bloody horrible mess. It's all the Just casualties the, of the war on Christmas. Really, <laughs> all the dead bell ringers outside of the indeed shopping centers. Well, the UK, or at least. Uh, the National Trust in the UK, yeah, uh, which is uh, uh, a charity that takes care of uh, a bunch of historic, you know, properties, sure, sure, and uh, beautiful places. I guess um, they uh, they have a war on Santa Claus. What they uh, Santa Claus is being kicked out of the National Trust? Oh, because he's too American. <laughs> <laughs> They're fine with Father Christmas. Yes. They are not okay with good old Saint Nick. That's really funny. <laughs> or Wait, Santa Claus, I guess. How does he come into it? Like either of them. Like where of what are they a part? Of like So I guess um did they have like a a Santa Claus do they have like a Christmas celebration that they sponsored so or something? So th there's all these like, you know, old estates and homes and whatnot. Uh, castles, mm, yeah, forts, sure. etc. You're various and sundry. And if, uh, I guess there must be like a a, a a visit that must happen at some of these sites. Uh. Um, because the <laughs> there was an official email that went out that said, "Can you change Santa to Father Christmas?" Uh, I know you've used. Father Christmas later on, but National Trust guidance is never to use Santa. Oh, uh, the, and of course now the, the I guess the UK media went nuts. They called it a Santa ban, and uh, and the National right. Trust wants to make sure that people understand that this is not a Santa ban. That they really are only taking umbrage with Santa, Saint Nick, and Santa Claus. Okay. <laughs> Because Father Christmas, 
Because Father Christmas is the proper British way. I mean, of what the hell's the, the difference? Character. He wears a, a dress instead of. Well, Father Christmas is much more lean. Oh yes, he's, he's not not so rotund. <laughs> uh, he's a much healthier figure. De- definitely, his his belly doesn't and shake when he laughs like he, a bowl full of jelly. Here's what's really important. Okay, the Telegraph. Uh, spoke with etiquette expert William Hansen, whoever okay. that is. Um, he said, "Who said that it is lower class to call him Santa?" Oh, <laughs> oh my! Hansen added, "If you're British or have Anglo-Saxon aspirations, whatever that is, <laughs> oh my God, uh, then it's Father Christmas and never Santa or Santa Claus." He said that he was that he's been buoyed <laughs> oh. by the fact that the trust is, quote, speaking out and correcting this irritating and increasing Americanization of Christmas. I get it. <laughs> it's us. It's we're us. the problem. We're the problem. And we're we, lower class. We low class <laughs> Americans are ruining Christmas for all the good upper class <laughs> British people. Uh, and the, uh, this article uh, was uh, kind enough to also point out that it, while Santa is an Americanization, uh, it's really, we ripped it off from the Dutch uh, who have Sinterklaas. Right. Uh, it's all this, yeah. we all rip each other off. I don't know, uh, why is this such a also, big fucking deal? Well, what's really, so well, like... Santa Claus is way more fun than right. Father Christmas. Right, what nobody in the world really wants to admit about America, because America gets this reputation for taking everything that's good in the world and kind of ruining it and cheapening <laughs> it or whatever. <laughs> you know, we take French cuisine and we do something crappy to it and then it's not, right. it loses all of its subtlety and it loses all of its like nuance and blah, blah, blah. And what made it really wonderful. To what nobody with. admits, but they secretly all know, is that we just, it's just better. It just tastes better. It's just more fun. It's yes, you're I, right. Better is is better is very subjective. No, yeah. I will say this. But we, a lot of American things are not better. Right. American cheese is not better. No, but we have a new cheese movement in this country. Oh yeah. And the, our new cheese makers are making wonderful cheeses. Amazing cheeses. Yeah. The whole but, I, the but, whole American thing it, is This is not about better and worse. Right. That is not what this is about. This is about the fact that we do have an ability with our pop culture to like take a thing that's stodgy right. and make it accessible and fun. We're going to dust that off. Yeah. We're going to spruce it up. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit ridiculous. Oh. And you're going to have way more fun. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be tacky. Tacky, yeah. Gauche, perhaps. And uh, enjoy, because you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh good lord yeah no isn't that amazing america the beautiful hey speaking of america <laughs> uh little rock arkansas I, i've got an update on a on multiple stories actually uh oh, because really? you might remember you won't remember the name michael tate reed but that's a fella who likes to get in cars and knock down uh Ten Commandments monuments. Oh, God. He did it in Oklahoma. Yeah. Then a few years later, he did it in Al- in, in Arkansas. Yeah. Okay. He's uh, a serial 
Ten Commandment knocker downer. He is at wow, that. Okay, and he uh, and uh, so he's he's been tri- he's been on trial. He's already he went to trial, and now he has been ruled uh, in unfit to proceed based really? on a, based on a diagnosis by a state doctor. There's something wrong with him. You amazing, right? <laughs> Shocking <laughs> that a man who live he Facebook lived. His last one, the one in Arkansas. <laughs> Did he? I didn't know. Yeah, that. there's video of Shut him. Up. Like you basically, you he's in his car. He gets it. You can't see what it's aimed at because he's got his lights turned off. He turns on his lights. <laughs> he hits the gas and he yells "Freedom!" as he plows into the Ten Commandments. <sighs> now that's just silly talk. Yeah, like he's just being silly at that, that point. Yeah, I mean, goodness gracious! Uh, but what he's actually probably why, why? being is some sort of schizophrenic. Oh, okay. Some sort of schizophrenic, schizoaffective disorder. Uh, so he will not be going to jail, hmm. but he will also not be getting out of the hospital anytime soon. He is now. You know, he is now legally remanded to a hospital. Has he in some other way demonstrated that he's a risk to like what like this is not the sole thing that came up in this hearing. Do they mention it, the other ways that he is a risk to himself or to others? Well, it's I don't know. I mean, he is I'm just he, curious. I I don't know enough about schizoaffective disorder or right. anything, but no. All all that but has he, come instead up instead of going is, to jail for his crime, he's going to go get some help. Indeed. He okay. clearly uh right isn't all the way okay and so they're gonna they're gonna help him out with that I just, oh. uh, he's I, only shown true animus to, toward to pieces of rock yeah exactly with writing on them yeah uh and also i will remind our our, our listeners that uh this was not thank god an atheist who was doing this uh this was theoretically he was christian i think oh really yeah I remember that in in the uh, in the original. Well, recording. I would have had no problem if he was actually an atheist. I mean, not because I want to feel some sort of kinship with him, but just <laughs> just because you know, atheists are people too, and atheists can be schizophrenic too. And that's right, you know, like atheist. Yeah, but it's just nice. Who cares it, what he believes? But you know, whenever anything happens, you know the the recent church shooting or whatever. Oh, if they, they can say he's it. an atheist, then they can point. Then they can say, see, all atheists are crazy or right. are blank. Right. And, how, you know, godlessness has led them to be destructive. Led them to their schizophrenia. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Clearly, it's you an adult mind that... You let go yeah. of God and uh, you go nutso. That's just <laughs> that's just a fact. I think we can all agree. That's yeah. just something that obviously happens. Yeah. Well, I've got a story of uh, the Chinese government... Trying to force some people to uh, let go of God. Uh-oh. Uh, they, uh, in the, uh, in let's see, it's in the Jiangxi, Jiangxi province. Uh-huh. Uh, which nailed is, it. I think you got I Absolutely it. nailed it. Are you kidding me? That was beautiful. Uh, it's, uh, it's, I guess, a very poor region okay. in China. Uh, but it's also a very Christian region. Oh, region of China. Okay. And there are a few of those. So the Communist Party is entering the area 
And I, I guess they have a goal of sort of ending poverty in oh. China by 2020. Oh, that's a lofty goal and a, a very short timeline. It's a great goal to do that with. Uh, if they do it, I will. Uh, maybe we they can teach us something. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're doing it in, with a lot of. Uh, they're they're calling them rations and whatnot. Like right. this is a lot of government sort of communist government things. handouts. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. government just. Uh, but but nonetheless, they're trying to. Uh, better the situations that people are living in, Great. improve the situation, make sure that they have food, make sure that their shelter is adequate. And take away and, their God. And so they went around and in a not so subtle uh, quid pro quo, <laughs> they basically ordered these, you know, poor people these in this region, poor these Christians. poor Christians, to take down their Christian shit and instead put up a picture of uh, Xi Jinping. Oh, good. Uh, this That's... is reminiscent, of course, you know, to the, the Mao, uh-huh. Chairman Mao. Was, sure. Was, the pictures of Chairman Mao was hung up all, or were hung up all over yeah. China during the Cultural Revolution or yeah. whatever. I don't Stalin know the, my Chinese history very well. All over everything. Um, but sort of that cult of personality that sometimes exists around these leaders. It that doesn't, doesn't really exist around him elsewhere, but in trying to transform uh, this... Uh, it's not a good look. It's not a good sign. <laughs> well, and, and here's the deal. The, there are lines that these people are saying. Right. Okay. Uh, that really rubbed me the wrong way, even though I 100% agree with them, such as um, many rural... This is somebody from the party. Okay. Uh, many rural people are ignorant. <laughs> they think God is their savior. After our cadre's work, they'll realize their mistakes and think, we should no longer rely on Jesus, but on the party for help. Oh, God. Yeah, that's a bad... <laughs> Look, I want, I want Jesus out of the out of the way as much as anybody does yeah. but not that's just bad pr don't just replace it don't don't be like no 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 jesus doesn't save you the party saves we them. save you right no that's uh that's that's I, a very I, bad I think sign there's a different phrasing here you know yeah but of like listen like we're here to take care of your your temporal needs jesus is only a spiritual thing right if they want to go that far right like the the best that you can get from jesus is some kind of spiritual help we are here to help your 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 life the yeah. phys- in the physical world we are going to give you food we're going to do this but then they set up this weird like Okay, take it down, and we'll give you your food. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, it's kind of rough. All right, well, uh, so that's good luck to them. Well, that's the, they'll learn some things about human nature. Atheist update <laughs> from China. Uh, just a fun fact: uh, some estimates uh, put the Christian population of China. Uh, somewhere around 90 million, hmm. or actually over 90 million. Really? Uh, which the communist party only has 90 million members and so the communist party is not happy wow 90 million that's shocking to me i mean there's like a billion and a half people drop in a bucket of a billion and a half but still that's a very high number mm-hmm. for a for a, a country that has never been a traditionally christian zone no no 
Well, there you go. Hey, I'm going to take us to a different place, Australia. Have you ever heard of them? Yeah. Aussies? Yeah, from time to time. Uh, you may have heard that they just uh, they just announced the results of their mail-in uh, vote thing. It was a poll. It was a really. poll. Yeah. A non-binding referendum. Uh, about gay marriage. Yeah. Non-binding, but it, but it was promises to be the defining, uh, or, 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 or the, yeah, the, what the government will go with. Right. Nothing changed because of that poll. Except that now the government has a mandate. Exactly. There you go. So there we go. Uh, uh, and it came back very much pro-same-sex marriage. Good on the Aussies. So hooray for that. Yeah. Uh, not great for Nick and Sarah Jensen. Who are they? Uh, to a, a Canberra couple who were very, very adamantly opposed to to allowing gay people to marry each other. Oh, no. Uh, no, 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 no. To the point where they took a stand a couple years ago. As a matter of conscience, they said... Uh, Mr. Jensen said, My wife and I just celebrated our 10th wedding anniversary... But later this year, we may be getting a divorce. What? My wife and I, as a matter of conscience, refuse to recognize the government's religious or the government's regulation of marriage if its definition includes the solemnization of same-sex couples. <laughs> so Good they promised. So that that was their big. Uh, so this is this which, is gay which marriage a, actually ruining <laughs> straight marriage, right? For the th- first time ever, I think that's what they were trying to to pull off. <laughs> I don't. Did they think that the rest of the country would be like, well, shit, now we can't do it. These guys will ruin their marriage. Let's keep the Jensens together. We got to help the Jensens. <laughs> well, someone has stepped up to help the Jensens. Oh, no. Michael Ticey mm-hmm. uh, a, from a Sydney family law firm, Ticey and Lawyers. Oh, boy. Has said that he will pro bono. Help them with their divorce. <laughs> now, that, now that things have definite, now that the writing's on the wall, he's he's stepped up to say, and don't <laughs> don't kid yourself. It's actually not that easy to get a divorce in Australia. Oh, really? Theoretically, I guess you have to live like a year apart from each other, which they had no intention of doing. Right. Uh, and because I mean, he said they would continue to live together and hope. Uh, Miss Jensen said that. <laughs> Uh, they'd continue to live together, colleague, they'd refer to each other as husband and wife and stuff, which would never fly in the Australian courts. Really? They need a lawyer for this. Right. So that's, uh, it's very lovely of Mr. Ticey. I, I have no idea how to spell, pronounce this name, by the way. I could be butchering it. It's T-I-Y-C-E. That's just too many vowels. Ticey. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, he, he, step four. he says... Quote, my firm does quite a bit of pro bono work in family law each year in the gay, lesbian, and trans community. I thought offering assistance to Nick and Sarah would be would be an excellent way of reaching out across communities with my family law expertise, because quite simply, they are going to need it. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love so it. That's hysterical. Snarky, snark, snark. Oh, what a... What a dick. Yeah, well, go... Uh, well done. Go get your divorce, kids. You need it. You promised. You said you would. Yeah. Jerks. Yeah, just, you know, if you say it, then you need to just follow through. Yeah. That's that's the lesson here. That's the lesson. You know? Yeah. Just keep your word. 
You say, are you honest? Do you have convictions or not? Yeah. Let's see it. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Right. And congratulations to Australia for finally coming into the 20th century. 21st. 21st. 20, it's I kind mean, of a just, 21st century thing, Dan. I guess so. It feels like it, it should have started in the 20th century. All right, fine. But, like, for yeah. finally doing the gay marriage thing. That's yeah. cool. There you go. Yeah. Needed to be done. So, Dan. Oh, yes. You've heard about this Bible museum thing, right? In Washington, oh, yeah. DC. We've, we've talked about that. It's been quite the... The Hobby Lobby. The Hobby Lobby. The, the, the Green family, right? Yeah. Steve Green who's the president of Hobby Lobby. They've they have bankrolled this whole thing, right? Basically. Uh they just they felt the need for there to be, you know, some proper representation of of Christian history and values right. in Washington DC. And those values include smuggling millions of dollars worth of uh absolutely worth of contraband into the country. Right. Well, there's some new questions that are coming up around some of the artifacts in the museum again not just the ones that already came up now they're <laughs> now they're uh, now there's serious questions around the um whether or not the dead sea scrolls artifacts that they have are real or are fake. authentic oh no uh, i love it because quite <laughs> frankly uh, they were going they were just going around with so much money throwing millions of dollars around yeah basically every antiquity dealer in the world but in particular like the middle east oh yeah they knew that these folks were around and spending the money yeah and so it's probably not just the the (laughs) dead sea scroll artifacts or whatever that are being drawn that that are questionable oh no uh there there are probably other artifacts as well However, this is the stuff that is sort of most easily looked at. Uh, also, because well, you know, when the Dead Sea Scrolls were were first discovered back in what was it, the mid nineteen hundreds, mm. right? Um, they there were there were just so many that were found. I mean, it was a ridiculous amount of artifacts. Huh. Um, the, they but the Israeli. Uh, government has held on to them very tightly. Okay. Uh, they have sort of an antiquities protection thing. Sure. And things, all of this kind of stuff is supposed to stay in Israel. Right. And so the it's 900 manuscript, manuscripts that were found with an estimated 50,000 fragments. And it's, it's taken basically the last six decades for scholars to... Uh, not only excavate but also publish them all and right. to, like really start looking into them. Well, they had the the Greens had hired this guy, um, I forget his name at this point, to go through these artifacts and like you know study like, them, validate and them, validate them, and to they wanted them all to be like published in you know scholarly journals. Sure. And as the guy's going through and he's doing like these like um, multi spectral analyses and whatnot sure. and just looking at them underneath a microscope he 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 he's like well i think the 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 leather right or the the material the that they're, they're written on or whatever. whatever it is that they're written on that seems that looks real that's actually that's old it's ancient right? and whatever um but the way the ink is like bleeding through 
suggests that it was applied to an already durable surface, right? Oh. Meaning that it, it didn't soak in when it was when the paper or leather or whatever, again, was fresh and new. It was already cracked and weathered and dried out. Uh-oh. And so the ink is just kind of... Ugh. Right. right. There also there was also this interesting thing, and I looked at the picture, and I just couldn't see what they were talking about. But they're saying that there's like this, um, an annotation in one of them uh-huh. that is from like a 1937 edition of the Hebrew Bible. Uh-oh. That got... <laughs> that made it in. That made it in. Oopsie-doo. <laughs> so that was really like the truly damning <laughs> right. thing. So like, yes, it does look like maybe under a microscope you can see that the ink isn't properly, but also there's the part that's from 1930. <laughs> Uh-huh. That might be a little that's bit a more. That might be a that, bit more of a problem. That's really. a real, real, real problem. Um, <laughs> so at this point, they have completely. Also, uh, the smiley faces were weird. The <laughs> the, the emojis. The, the emojis <laughs> don't seem to line up with the uh, the the time period. Jesus said, "Love everyone," and there's a heart eyes. Jesus said, emoji. "Love everyone." Hashtag love. Hashtag Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag everyone hashtag everyone. um but nonetheless they've they've basically at this point uh disproved the authenticity of like nine of the 13 oh. fragments um and so it's it's a bit of a problem for the greens uh, at this point it's it's prime millions of dollars spent on yeah. on fake on forgeries oh. you know um, i look I find uh, antiquities interesting, and if mm-hmm. and if I'm in D.C. and it's open, I'm probably going to go to the Bible sure. Museum. But don't you want to see real antiquities, not yeah, fake yeah? And the thing, the other thing is that, like, if his motivations were just let's talk about the Bible as a thing of history, that's one thing, right? But he's all about proselytizing, and yeah. and we know how big a dick he is right. in other realms of the of the earth, right? I have no problem taking a bunch of Schadenfreude with this one. I have no problem. <laughs> oh, just no problem. This relishing is, how that's some pretty harmless Schadenfreude. Yeah, Dan. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess scholars and basically everybody around the Greens at, at, at this point were screaming, trying to get through to them. Stop doing this. Stop slow down. Throwing the money around. Right. Stop doing it so quickly. These kind of you know collections have to be built over time right slowly deliberately you know yeah be known as a collector but be known as a smart collector right not just the collector who will buy any fucking thing they see don't just paint the word sucker on your forehead and get out into the world like how naive do you have to be (laughs) i mean i guess he wanted his museum right now i mean i guess i have been in a hobby lobby so that Uh, that answer is a question to (laughs) <laughs> yeah don't shop at hobby lobby that's that's <laughs> one of the things all right i'm gonna take us to knoxville tennessee uh where i oh i'm really trying to avoid too much schadenfreude here oh um uh, there was a at the uh first methodist united first united methodist church in teleco plains uh tennessee uh Mem- members of the members of the thing were cleaning up after a a nice luncheon 
that was meant to celebrate Thanksgiving a week beforehand, oh, so yeah, everybody yeah. could do their thing. At, Lovely. So, okay. Sounds and nice. And, of course, the topic that's on everybody's mind right now is guns in churches. Mm. That topic came up. At uh-huh. which point, one of the one of the members of the of the congregation said, I never go anywhere without my gun, and took his out. Showed everybody. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he apparently... Uh, Took out the magazine and uh, and cleared the chamber so that he could show it around to people. Mm-hmm. This is a man in his eighties, an octogenarian. Oh, okay. uh, but yes, he he uh, takes his handgun everywhere, showed everybody, then rechamber or then re uh, reinserted the magazine and chambered around. Oh boy! And put it back in his holster. Oh boy! And then someone else walked up and said, "Hey, can I see it?" Oh no! At which point he pulled it out. Believing that it, like, I guess... Having forgot that he... Yeah, didn't kind of space... muscle memory, really. Spaced that he had had chambered around and managed, in showing off that it was unloaded, shot through his own hand and his wife's abdomen. Oh, God. So, I mean, I guess the, (sighs) the moral of this story is only a good guy with a gun can stop a bad guy with a gun. But who can stop a good guy with a gun? That's the question. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, just there you go. This is, I mean, I, I guess. Uh, you're more likely to get shot with your own gun, right? You Isn't are. That the thing. Yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah. You are way more likely to shoot for you or a member of your family. Mm-hmm. To be shot with a gun than an intruder in your home or than or you know, a, a, some shot with a gun that you own. Yeah. 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 If you own a gun, that's what's li- more right. likely to happen. Right. 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 Uh, there you go. I don't know. I just, you know, guns in churches has always seemed like a very poor idea indeed to me. I think just because this this wasn't isolated to just a church setting, to be honest. No, like, it's it's uh, it's. Timing, perhaps, yeah. could have been better. Yes. But, I mean, this could have been anybody in any setting where, you know, for whatever fucked up reasons, <laughs> our society lets them take a gun into. Right. And have him be like, oh, no, no, pop, 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 here you go. Yeah. Like this, it's the nature of having guns be everywhere and having people just feeling like they Ac- should have. Accidental shootings are so the inevitable happen. result of yeah. proliferation of guns. Absolutely. So there you go. I, are guns you, in churches. Is anybody surprised? And this is not the first time we've reported on an accidental shooting in a church. Uh, it's just a thing that happens now. I guess we're just going to have to accept that guns go off in churches now, even when there's not an assailant. <laughs> well, yep. All right. So, all right. That's, well, that's I, yeah. Um, if you have anything you'd like to say about any of what we've talked about so far, you can write to us, podcast at thankgodamatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. It is. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIatheist, and uh, click on the like button. And while you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Request to join. It's a closed group... But there's always a good discussion going on, and you want to see what it is. So yeah, it's, it's get a, on in there. It's a community, yeah. is what it is.
Dan. Yes, sir. Uh, boy, these these religious types. They just keep saying things. Well, they do like to say things. <laughs> and I guess that means we keep playing things. Yeah. That they say. Well, we, we'd we probably stop if they stopped saying crazy things. That's probably true. If they just, if they just reined in the crazy. If they just slightly. said sort of, you know, just religious things, it would if be... If they stop being so conspiracy-minded, <laughs> just I think that's the problem crazy. I have. Crazy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Rick Wiles... True news host Rick Wiles. Yeah. Spelled uh, T R U because they can't afford the E. <laughs> they can afford a proper set, though. Yeah, uh, that's true. Ooh, look at that. They, thing. Got a, they got a damn studio. Yeah, it's lovely. Um, anywho, uh, he's got things to say about what's going on in America right now. Yeah. There's a hatred of Christianity, a hatred of the cross, a hatred of this book, the homosexuals. The leftists, the socialists, the communists, the deep state in Washington, they hate this book. They're going to team up with the Muslims. You're going to have an alliance of God haters that are coming together to form a new Nazism in America. And let me tell you, here's where it's going to be different. Right now, what we're, we as Christians, what we are experiencing is what the Jews experienced in the 30s and the early 40s in Nazi Germany. They could see it. They could feel it. Something's different. Something's wrong. The Jews knew there's something's not right. right. The atmosphere of the country has changed. You know, they started throwing the rocks at the, at the windows, breaking the windows of the Jewish stores and businesses. They, they started pushing the Jews into ghettos. They, they, they started... Fully ostracizing taking, them, fully taking away their rights, taking away their rights, pushing them into ghettos. All right. The last stage was to push them into the concentration camps and then into the gas chambers. That spirit of Nazism slaughtered millions of Jews. That spirit is here in America. Let me tell you something. It's going to be different this time. The Christians are going to be rounded up. The Christians are going to be ostracized. The Christians are going to be pushed into a digital ghetto. Think about that. You're going to be pushed into a digital ghetto, a slum. You Christians, you're not allowed over here with the rest of us. You stay over here. You cannot participate in society. And day by day, year by year, they're going to take away the rights of the Christians the ultimate desire of these people in America right now that are in high places of power in this country, the ultimate desire is to kill you. Listen to what I'm saying. They're coming for you. They plan to destroy you. They plan to destroy the church. They hate Jesus Christ. They hate you. They hate your children. And they're coming for you. They're on to us, Frank. <laughs> they figured out our plans. Oh, well. We're, we're coming to kill the Christians, just like the Nazis did to the Jews. Oh, yeah. Or, or you know, maybe just a ghetto. Just a digital, a digital one. Digital we, can't, we, can't, I mean, we can't really afford to give up all of the real estate that would, it would take to make an actual, like, physical ghetto. Ghetto. We just have to create digital ones. I don't. Does that mean that we digitize all the Christians to to 
So maybe that's how we kill them. <laughs> to get them into First the ghetto? First we digitize them. We put them in a digital ghetto for a while, yeah. and then we just click delete. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful, Dan. I mean, it's basically the same thing. You look at, uh, at Germany in the uh, 30s, oh God. where there were... Uh, I it's think so it, just the same. I thing. think it was less than what, like significantly less than 1% of the population was Jewish. I don't know the facts. And you compare and that to the United States of America where the same one less than 1% are Christians cuz it's definitely going to happen. Uh-huh. And how are the Christians going to going to protect themselves when when, when they're only the vast 75 majority. to 80% of the country. I don't know. How could they... They can't protect themselves. It's going to be really hard. From the marauding masses of us bloodthirsty atheists who are just <sighs> hanging out in our homes well, drinking like, wine. He went from zero to 60 pretty fast. He did. You know? Because, like, he he's got just there like, quick. He's just going along talking about, like, digital get-dos. And, like, I'm distracted by that for a minute. I'm thinking about... I was like, oh, yeah, we could put him in their own Facebook. That sounds right. Right. You know, put them on their own Twitter. Christbook. You, you can know. have Christbook. Yeah, exactly. We get, we get the good Which, one. Which, to be honest, they like to do to themselves. Yeah. All oh, they, the time. Oh, yeah. They digitally segregate themselves completely. Yeah. They've they, got their own entertainment. They've got their own. They don't this, read our news. That. They yeah, don't read the they, real news. They, nobody's doing that to them. But I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about that. And then all of a sudden, it's like the people who are in charge want to kill you. Right. They're coming to kill you. And it's like, whoa. Wait. How did you? Wait. You, you, all you did was just say that. And can I, and can I just say <laughs> Where that, is this coming that this from? dark state that the right is, that these Christian right people are oh, yeah. so worried about, yeah. it's got to be really dark. Oh, yeah. Because it's invisible. <laughs> it's so dark. All of these, all of these non-believing uh, senators and people of power, all of these non-Christian powerful people. Yeah. That's a very dark group of people because I've never seen them. I, know. I don't know where they are. And well, I'm, you know, I'm in the movement. Until it's too late, Dan. Until it's too late. Until it's too late. The, that's what prophets are for, Dan, <laughs> is to tell us about the things we can't see. Right. Before they he happen. He sees it, Dan. Oh, my God. We're in trouble. His conspiratorial little mind. Frank, we're in sees trouble. Sees it. What are we going to do? All right. Well, at least we're not Christians. Yeah, we're we're we'll on the good. Fine. We're going to be fine, Dan. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's it's our revolution. <laughs> when we d digitally confine all of these people, <laughs> what will they do? Oh, a fate worse than death. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sequestered to this weird part of the internet. Right. Exactly. The, the, uh, well, meanwhile, you and I are going to be on the dark web because the dark state. Oh, oh I, yeah. don't, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to read some, some emails now is what read, I think I'm going to do. Read them, Dan. Uh, hi, Frank and Dan. Uh, I've been listening to the sh to, through the backlog of TGIA episodes since oh, I boy. discovered your show yeah. uh, a couple months ago. And I've come across episode 210. You remember that one, right, Frank? Oh, yeah, that's the one where... we No, I mean, you don't recount the whole thing. <laughs> well, we just, obviously, we both remember everything about that episode. Uh, in which Dan said that trans people would probably never choose that life for themselves if they were given the option. Hmm. I... I okay, we'll get to what I what I meant, or what... I, I didn't actually go back and find this, but... Okay. Here, here's what, uh, uh, what our listener says. Uh, I wanted to comment on this, speaking as a trans woman myself. I can't speak for all trans people, of course. Well, why not? 
Come on, get on that. Uh, <laughs> since our experiences all vary. For myself, right. I, I can say that if I had a button I could press to instantly become a cisgender woman, I would press it in a heartbeat. Many trans women are totally comfortable with their bodies, voices, etc. You are lucky ladies. But that's just not my experience. Even so, though, I would much rather be a trans woman than a cis man. Uh, this doesn't come out of any mis- misandry or anything like that. After all, I spent 23, 23 years of my life thinking I was a cisgender male. Uh, what it comes down to for me is that I know for a fact that my brain is female. Obviously, I wish that my body matched up uh, to what my brain expects it to be. But femininity is just a fundamental part of who I am. Mm-hmm. I can't warm to the idea of being a man any more than either of you uh, could be comfortable with living the rest of your lives as a woman. I imagine it's pretty similar to how gay people feel. I would, it would be nice if, it wasn't, if society wasn't such a dick to us, but no one wants to delete that part, the part of their identity. Right. Uh, the problem is less with my personal identity and more with how society judges me for being who I am. Right. Uh, that's from Sarah. I'm. If you did, you say that, Dan. I don't know what I said, okay. but I can tell you what I probably meant. Okay. Uh, and maybe I worded it very badly. Right. Which is just that no, like, considering how society treats people. Right. I don't think anybody would choose to be in the position of being a trans person. Uh, in the, right. In this society. Okay. And so I, yeah, maybe that wording is better. Like, of course. Like that doesn't mean I, that someone should deny their identity. I'm right. just, I think what I was probably getting at, right? Is, well, it's just that it's, it's hard. It's hard, and it's, and, and what I'm saying, and what if, I was probably if getting. If you at, had your druthers, would you want your all the weird family tensions or rejections that come from, you know, and societies and, and losing of friends and society treating people differently and. What not and what not. I'm surprised that like I didn't and I feel bad that I didn't call you out because that I feel like would have hit a note with me yeah. about something similar that people say about, you know, well, I never would have chosen to be gay. And it's like because I mean you'll hear a gay man say sure. that and it's like, well, hello, self loathing. Um because like I like I guess in I, I get the gist of like I wouldn't choose this um I wouldn't necessarily, nobody's going to put themselves in a situation where they're going to be treated poorly or differently or in danger or in, or be in, put in danger, put put into serious uh, danger. Um, Nobody's going to choose that aspect. Right. Right. But, but you may, do I have anything about myself that I want to change because of my sexuality? No. Right. Because I like me and I like who I am. Right. Right. And so there's no, there's no, I don't, I don't want to change that. I no. wouldn't want to not be gay. And I certainly I like being gay. And I certainly would right. never have meant to, uh, to have implied that, that there was, that that was the case. Right. I think part of the thing, I think one of the things we may have been talking about is that people who are opposed to gay people, people who are trying to take away the rights of gay people or trans people or any of these people uh-huh. will some, will sometimes say, well, they're just choosing it. Right. And I would say to them, you don't choose to walk into that firestorm. Right. You don't choose to walk into a in, into a segment of society that gets treated as badly right. as gay people or trans people get can be treated. Right. I just don't know why anybody would choose to be a boring cisgender male, to be honest. It's really lame. 
I, it, boy, I don't know why you've done this, Dan. I know. I really need to choose some. I need to make better choices in my life. I really do. I mean, I used to have, have a similar thought, which was, why would I want to be a boring straight person? Yeah. That sounds awful. And I was always well, such a fabulous gay man. Well, now that, like... <laughs> I mean... Do we want to go there? Because you're not fabulous. <laughs> you're not exactly sporting feathers. I'm no. just saying. No. I'm, I'm just saying there are fabulous men. Right. And But then there's all... Yeah, exactly. There's so many ways to be gay. There's though, so many gay. ways to be gay. And they're all fabulous. And that's a coffee table book right. for you. So many ways to be gay. Uh, anyway, uh, oh, let's move on. Lee also wrote into us. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll just uh, read this one. So I live in a unique city of Alabama. That is highly educated, racially diverse, and majority non-religious, about 52% by last data. Really? Yet, this city of mine has more church seats than people and growing. I believe this, elude, this alludes to the mere fact that atheism, or even lack of religiosity broadly, is isolation. Uh, one of the staples and bright spots of being non-religious is the fact that your Sundays, or whatever days, are free. Right. But there is a lack of a sense of community, which provides a few things. Uh, firstly, it makes it harder to come out and speak out. As a brown, queer, atheist female myself, I can say, for me, coming out as atheist was definitely the hardest of the two. I assume that means between coming out as queer and coming out as atheist. Right. Um, uh, and the trick of, with coming out is that you don't just do it once. You do it over and over again. And and while my city uh, has a certain hard-to-find comfort, the rest of the cities I have lived in and resided in around here simply do not. Oh, has a certain hard-to-find comfort. The rest of the cities I have lived and resided in around here simply do not. Hmm. Uh, so I just wanted to say thank you for helping to provide some of that community. Oh. That's from Lee. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah that, that is a very – that's one of those things about coming out. Like you think uh -huh. that it's an event. Right. It's not. It's just it's just a lifelong thing that you either that you choose to do or not do with every person that you meet. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It it is I a, mean it, it it's gets a process. to a point where it gets to the point where it's easy. Yeah. And yeah. and you know, the more people you tell, the more out you are, the easier right. it is. Right. Uh but yeah, it is a process. It is not an event. Right. And it keeps happening. Yeah. And yeah, I'm sorry. It's 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 rough when you're in an area where you can't feel like there's community. Although when you and I were in Alabama, Frank, mm -hmm. we met with a, a a group of a ragtag group of of uh, of atheists uh -huh. who have a who have a, a meetup uh, group. So yeah, you know, was it like Free Thought Alabama or something, something like, like that? that? Free yeah. Thought Montgomery. I yeah, think is what it was. Yeah, so or you free know, thinkers of Montgomery. I had their T-shirt for the longest time. Yeah, I still got it I somewhere. Wore it everywhere. Yeah, so uh, huh. so you know, hopefully, hopefully, Lee, you can you can maybe do a little more snooping around, and maybe you can find some some people start a meet or start a group. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, when everybody else is in church, go get you some coffee or something. Yeah. Uh, and then Ambria wrote in. To say, hey, guys, I was listening to your show this week and was surprised when you brought up the little town of Jefferson City, Tennessee. Hmm. Uh, you'll remember last week we talked about you talked about uh, a woman becoming pastor of or did I talk about that? Uh, I, I talked about it 
I think the correct term is lady pastor. A lady pastor. Oh, a lady pastor <laughs> uh, of, a, of a Baptist church. Yeah. Yep. Uh, of course, small is an understatement, and most, uh, and most of the area surrounding it is similar. I actually grew up in that area and was working for the local newspaper when she was selected as the new pastor of First Baptist, hmm. a church that is championed by the resident Baptist college. Hmm. Um, Carson Newman, I guess is the name of the college. Oh, okay. Being raised a Baptist, it shocked me as much it shocked me as much as hearing about it on your show. <laughs> I have I've since moved, so it was cool to hear about my home uh, all the way from Utah. I must say, I thought it was awesome when she was selected, and I hope the church stays strong against the backlash. Uh baby steps in the right direction can lead to big changes. Yeah. I know a lot of people that are rooting for her success, even including women in the ministry and other denominations. Yeah, fantastic. Indeed, indeed. Although, again, you know, we're, yeah, we're rooting for big changes in backwards churches. Yeah, it's because we root for society we and do. progress in general. We do. Right. Wherever, wherever it is, however we're, it's progressing, I root for it. Yep. Right. And the bigger question of would I like for the Southern Baptist church and for baptist churches in general and christian churches in general just to go away yeah sure that'd be nice that'd be wonderful but that's not happening anytime soon so let's let's at least lend some vocal support to let's cheer lady pastor let's cheer every time somebody anywhere in the world is a little less of an asshole right and anytime that it kind of subverts their status quo. Yeah. That's, right? that's nice what I'm too. really rooting for. Yeah. Is that it's pissing off so many other Southern <laughs> Baptists. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, we've got some, some folks to thank. We do indeed. Um, uh, largely, uh, interestingly, they, they went the, uh, the PayPal route instead of the Patreon route. Which is good as well. Which is fine also. Uh, so we have Ashley did a one-time donation. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. And then Jeffrey did a one-time donation, but also became a subscriber, a monthly subscriber, which oh. puts him at the venerable level. We decided level. it was the venerable level. So, uh, yeah. so thank cool. you so much, Jeffrey. Uh, and of course, we uh, we open it up to uh, any way of donating is a good way of donating. Uh, yeah, in our world, well, the support is helpful. Let me tell you, like we keep this show going because of the support. Because of your support, uh, and you know, one of the things that we we are about seventy percent of the way to our first big real Patreon goal. Right. Uh, well, the first one was to do the video. We've got video going, which we do and we don't. We do, it's still it's it is in theory up and theoretically it's up and running, but we keep having snags and snafus. It's in beta. Well, <laughs> we are totally in beta. It might even be more like uh what's the next one? Gamma? Gamma. I don't know. It's down the list a little bit. Delta. But it's happening. It'll ha- it's it's happening and it'll it'll the kinks will get worked out. Yeah. yeah. Uh but uh the next big patreon goal is for us to get out uh on our dime mm-hmm. and have live shows and meetups yeah elsewhere in the world and right. we want to come to you right and uh and and meet more of you and uh get out there 
but we can't do that yet. So we're 70% of the way there. So if you want to be helpful uh, and, and help us meet that goal and, and get out there, we would love for you to do so. All you have to do is go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the Patreon button. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that will well, ultimately the support tab. The support tab. Because then they can go PayPal or they can go Patreon. Right. But, uh, but you're correct for the goal. The goal it is a Patreon goal. On Patreon, so uh, so we're seventy percent there. You can be a part of it. You literally contribute at whatever level you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Uh, most folks, not everyone, can afford this, and that's fine. If you want to help out and you can't afford, go and give us a five star review somewhere, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But if you also want to be helpful, you can go to uh, you can go to Patreon. You know, whatever level you're willing to give. Uh, it, you know, if it's one dollar an episode, that's right. delightful. If it's ten. That's amazing. So where wherever you land on this, uh, you'll you'll just be helping us get out, get the word out, and get out to you. Yes, so, indeed. Uh, we're really excited about that. And uh, also, well, we we always have to thank we have to thank our our, our Lord and Savior, Lord and Savior, our current highest donor is always the highest donor of the, of every week is always our Lord and Savior, and it is still and remains Angela. Angela. So uh, we bless you all in Angela's holy name. Ome. Ome. So, Dan. Yes, sir. uh, We're going to be talking about something that's plaguing our nation. And has been plaguing our nation, but we're only like really figuring it out. Here's the thing. I, you know, I had a friend on Facebook, uh, mm-hmm. a, a woman, a feminist, uh, write about uh, sort of the sepia-toned halcyon days of yore, mm-hmm. back when, uh, you know, you, there, were, there were accusations of, of sexual harassment or whatever against, you know, your Bill Clintons, right. your Clarence Thomases, right. but it just felt like it was just, these were, these were anomalies or whatever. Right. And she and she like was mourning how tough it feels right now because so many people, so many men are being so uh, very credibly accused of fairly horrific things, fair, right. really gross behavior, right? Um, and sometimes much more, much worse than gross. You know, right. in, in the case of like child molestation, there's that's, been child rape. There's been all sorts of sex. Sexual predation on whatever level from from A to, to yes. Z, right. um, and, and it's and all she, getting reported. She was mourning this, and my response to her was, uh, "No, these are the good days, right? Because this was happening all the time. Yeah. This entire time, the sepia that she was seeing in this in the, in the past was the was the filter that." That those in power were using to not let us see their predation, right? To not let us hear their victims, right? Uh, and and you know it hurts because we're there are people that I know I'm very fond of, right? That I have to see in this light, in a different light now, yeah. Uh, and that's rough. That's hard. Yeah. Yep. But my goodness, uh, I think it's very good what's happening. Oh, on the whole, yes. Even though we're losing. You know, Louis C.K. Well, yeah, I think, and and that's and, and yeah, <laughs> that, that's the one that makes me really sad. That one's hard. Like that's the one where I'm just like, 
Man. And Al Franken was a really? was a great ally to Absolutely. to the left and, and one of the one of the smart voices out there. I know. Uh however, you know, and but those guys, you know, and House of Cards is gone now. Where's my House of Cards going? I was I you know, I was watching that, Mr. Spacey. <laughs> I was in the middle of that. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Kevin. For that. For being a big time creeper. Gross ass creeper. Yeah. yeah uh, he's the one that it's just like, oh boy. Yeah. Boy, the more that comes out about that one. Oh, did you whew, the 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 Getty movie that's replacing him in a month? Did you hear about that? No. Spacey had they had already shot this movie. It was complete. And Spacey played the you know I mean it wasn't the biggest role. It was like he did eight days of shooting. Right. And last month, or th- rather this month, uh-huh. it, it's set to open in December, next month. Oh, Jesus Christ. And Ridley Scott is replacing him with Christopher Plummer from, la- from this month to next month. Holy shit. He's reshooting all of Spacey's stuff. No way. And, and, and slamming in Plummer. That's amazing. What's going to be amazing is when all of the accusations against Plummer come out. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder what kind of background check they did real quick. Right? Like, okay, dude, you got to tell us right now. Yeah, exactly. If anything is going to come out, I will shoot you in the eye because <laughs> I just can't. Wow. But what That's we're, unbelievable. Yeah, I knew you as a movie guy would need to hear that. Anyway, yeah. uh, what we're getting at here, so, so society needs to acknowledge this. We need to look it right in the eye. It's a reckoning. It is a reckoning, mm-hmm. and it's happening, and it's happening badly in some places and well in others. Yeah. You know, Al Franken came out with an apology that was crap, Yeah, and then an apology that was actually solid. Right. It was good. Right. Uh, and the, 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 the victim, in that case, actually accepted the apology. Right. Which is an interesting turn. It leaves one sort of... Wondering right. how to deal with with that, and there's a right? range like how, of things. How outraged can I continue to be when you know? But anyway, that's a that's a totally different discussion. Well, but and there's and you know that's not where we want things get, being so. settled between those two doesn't mean that we can then let him off the hook as a peep as a group of people. Like we, you know, does well, he represent us now that we know? That he was... Where's his judgment? What right. is his judgment like? Right. Um, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there, there are other questions to to ask about Al Franken. Uh, but, but, but nonetheless... these are the lines that we need to learn how to draw as a society. We haven't drawn these lines no. before. And and what I would also want to bring up, though, in this whole thing, because we, we teased it as well, is sort of this... Uh, you know, th- these accusations are all coming out against people who were in some sort of position some sort of power position Indeed. whether they were well placed in the entertainment industry or in our political system mm-hmm. um these for the, whatever reason these are important people or these powerful are people. important powerful people who felt a certain layer of protection a certain level of protection right a certain amount of safety in their position that people would not come and accuse them of these misdeeds or that if that they may not even have recognized in some cases the degree to which these 
actions were wrong. Right. It is. Right? Yeah. I mean, there is that thing of, uh, you know, a lot of these. I one okay, and before we de- delve deep into any of this, right? Uh, we need to be clear that nothing that we say mm-hmm. will ever be offered as an excuse for sexual predata- pre- predation, right? Or like we, you and I, uh, and this show officially, we come out strongly, we ag- firmly, absolutely, yes, against sexual predator behavior, right? Sexual harassment. Right. Sexual, you know, un- any unwanted touch, right. any of that stuff. Right. And we've been clear on that. We've always been clear on that. Absolutely. But I want I want to make that clear because we're going to wade into some uh, some slightly murkier water. And so if it sounds like even for just a second that we're making an excuse for somebody, we're not. We're not. When and we're we not do- looking to let them off the hook, nor are we trying to like craft some weird defense right. of them. Such as when we were just talking about Al Franken. Yeah. And the apology and... The woman accepting the apology. Right. That does, like, again, that it doesn't, doesn't excuse anything. That doesn't mean that we can look at him in the same light. We now know something. We now know that he showed serious, you know, uh, a serious lack of judgment and a lack of character. Right. Um, on some level. And that's something that then the voters in Minnesota have to deal with. Right. Right. Well, and also the ethics committee of the Senate and the uh, ethics committee we'll have of the to Senate. Deal with that. Right. And stuff. Uh, but there's also this sense of one of the things that we're doing is we're moving from one era to another. We're moving from an era of uh, of impunity mm-hmm. that these men had yeah. uh, to sort of do what they please. And so, like, there was this sense that there were lines that you could go walk up to and even cross a little right. bit. And nobody was calling anybody on it. Right. Um, again, not an okay thing to do. No. Uh, Al Franken thought he was being really funny. Yeah. Uh, he was. He's a funny guy. Yeah, he was a comedian. Yeah. He was not being funny. No. He was being disgusting. Yeah. But I can tell you that I've been in, you know, I've been in the theater world mm-hmm. for 20 some odd years. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the old guys... Had a different way of, I, I mean, they would touch. You know, it's first of all, the theater world is a very touchy world. Sure, everybody touches people. Right, uh, everybody's open to people. You know, sounds have, like you're making excuses. You have to kiss people on stage. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, 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 we, yeah, we yeah. like you have to you have to be able to cra- craft stuff, and also like it's a sexy world too. Right, and that's a dangerous thing because what we don't want to ever say is bad to have sex. Right. You know, or, you know, that that anyone should feel ashamed of their sexuality or that anyone should feel uh, like they're not allowed to have sex. Right. But by the same token, A, if you've got any position of power. Right. It changes the dynamic entirely. Right. And B, uh, yeah, it used to be that women would sort of. They didn't want conflict. They didn't want, right. you know, especially, you know, you think about a thing like a theater company where everybody's so, where, you know, you have to work so intimately with other people. You don't want it to be awkward or weird. Right. So, like, a little bit of, uh, was put up with. Right. Uh, and it shouldn't have been, but that's just kind of how it was. Now, that's ha- that's stopping. That's right. not happening as much. It's right. still there. Um, right. But it's not happening as much. And that's a great thing. Right. But what I what I'm getting at is that like 
these men are coming out of a, a generate, you know, coming out of generations where where the rules were different. They got away with it. And yeah. so they probably, again, didn't even fully realize how bad their behavior was. Right. Right. Now, some of them had to have known. I'm pretty sure Bill Cosby. Oh, Bill Cosby, Bill was Cosby a, had to understand where his lines when were. When you're drugging and then raping a person, that's a very different thing right. than like Louis C.K.'s disgusting behavior of like, but he asked, he said, hey, can I masturbate in front of you? Right. And these women over whom he had enough power that he really had no business saying this right. said yes. And, and there were, were there may were, have been uh, there were some the other ones things. the one that I heard uh, the two women who first kind of came out they if I if I'm remembering the details right because there's been so many details oh my God, lately yeah. and and we may be getting things wrong but, fuck it but but, but right. nonetheless they my understanding was they initially kind of said uh, no that's not really all that cool whatever well okay and then like he kind of proceeded to and they just kind of hung out and didn't leave. And they weren't subordinates. This was earlier on in his career before he like became a producer and you know. But he was still a power. He was still a, he was a he was a very he was a, a well famous man and a very respected comic comic who could help and, their careers and would have been in a position potentially to help their career. Um, and so so yeah, I mean, he was definitely abu uh, was abusing power. Yeah, right, and his position, uh, so forth and so on. And which he acknowledged, which he acknowledges. Yeah. Uh, but but this this is the thing that I really wanted to get get to, which is there there seems to be this because there, there are certain accounts here where it seems that partly what the men, these men were getting off on was their ability to do the thing. And to force the issue, right. uh, even though the other people were sort of unwilling. And this is definitely Kevin Spacey's story. The accounts about Kevin, the allegations right. against Kevin or Spacey Harvey Weinstein is and Harvey same, Weinstein. The same thing. These guys knew how to really manipulate other people to kowtow to their power. Right. I'm going to do this to you. I know you don't want it. Right. And I'm going to take it... and. Half of what I'm getting off on is the power struggle here, is the right. power dynamic, it's, and you're not going to be able to do a goddamn I mean, thing about right. it. It's rape. I mean, it, it's rape, right? I mean, but I mean, the trick about that is that that word usually implies that I'm touching you. So if I, you know, pull out my penis and masturbate in front of you, right? But Kevin Spacey against your will. Was, Kevin, I'm, I'm talking about Weinstein right, at this point, right? Right. Okay. Uh, but it's no, no, it's no better, right? Because it's still it's still this horror, you know. It still creates a, 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 an emotional scarring. It's still right. it's still an act of violence, right? Even yeah. if they don't touch, there's an act of violence that's happening against right. this person, right? Um, so, I mean, one of the things that we need to do is that yeah, I mean, and you and I in this discussion are probably getting things wrong. We're probably right. not all the way to where we need to be, right? And that's uh, you know, and people will call will probably write to us and and call us out and say we're not woke enough. And that's okay too. Mm -hmm. Like we need to, we need to progress too in our thinking. Absolutely. And so I'm willing to, I'm willing to admit that like, I'll get things wrong on this yeah. and I'm still, and I'm still learning and I'm still trying. Right. Um, but you know what, that's where we need to be is, is willing to discuss, willing to own, mm -hmm. uh, that this, you know, and, and willing to, to lose 
people that we love, like Louis C.K., willing to let them like yeah. take their punishment and not defend their their actions, even no. though even if we feel like, hey, that's a member of my tribe. Right. That is not what is happening in Alabama with Roy Moore. <laughs> And that is yeah. a problem. Like yeah. Roy Moore, the more I look into this, the like the the most recent thing that I saw was the governor of Alabama, Kay Ivey, mm-hmm. a woman, ladies okay. and gentlemen, a lady governor, a lady governor. <laughs> okay, we need to lay off of that bit. Um, we 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 are feminists, I promise. <laughs> uh, that's why it's funny. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> who recently said? For, she asserted that she has no reason to disbelieve any of Roy Moore's uh, accusers. Okay. Uh, and she said there's never... She also has said there's never an excuse or rationale for sexual misconduct or sexual abuse. Okay. It bothers me, she says. Okay. okay. All right. Then she said, I believe in the Republican Party, what we stand for, and most important... We need to have a Republican in the United States Senate to vote on things like Supreme Court justices, other appointments to the Senate, uh, to uh, the other other appointments the Senate has to confirm and make major decisions. So that's what I plan to do. Vote for the for Republican nominee Roy Moore. Wow. Boy, that party really stands for stuff, doesn't it? Well, you know, here's that's 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 stuff to believe in right there. I'll tell you. That's horrifying. They have a strong claim on ideals. Yeah. She definitely has ideals. Yeah. There is nothing remotely close to morality in what she's saying. Yeah. She's no, nothing. Uh, nothing. Because because there's no morality in that. That is she, so that she, is an absolutely immoral stance. Yeah. Uh but if, she doesn't care who the person is who's representing her she doesn't care if they're yeah if that person is she does not care that the person that she's gonna vote for uh is it was a child predator yeah multiple times over right was banned from a shopping mall <laughs> was he i didn't even read that part great because he was too creepy yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you know 14 years old I don't think any, well, I, damn it. I was about to say nobody can defend that. But guess who can? People. People do. Because, yeah. because there was a whole group of, of religious people who defended him. And come on, Christians. No. The, get your story they, right. They are losing any claim to morality, any moral standing, yeah. any moral high ground. They are losing everything everything they're, they're giving it all away they're throwing away they're their absolutely their claim to morality any legitimacy whatsoever on on moral grounds is just being tossed away and they're willingly doing it right they're, they're openly doing it. openly willingly they're coming out and saying that that's what they're doing yeah you got alabama state and auditors jim ziegler who he was the one that said uh, that that made the Mary and Joseph reference where yeah. he was like, you know, Mary was a teenager and Joseph was an adult and that worked out fine. Right. That that produced Jesus. I honestly think that the question that we had, something we talked about a few weeks ago of is it the, the, there was the poll of is it can you be moral without God? I think the poll needs to be shifted. Can you be moral with God? 
It's getting to that point. Like, like at this point in the United States, I question their ability to be moral mm. based on their belief in God, because it means nothing. Belief in God does not stand for anything at this point. Well, they have certainly they have now, muddied and sullied the entire thing. Well, is, now they the, are done. Of course, there were religious people who stood up against this line. Of sure. Thing. And, sure, and there are religious people who are coming who are coming in uh, on the right side of things. Sure, uh, but these are not. But oh my God, <laughs> they defended. They're still voting for Roy Moore. Yeah. At very least, I am proud to say that I have not yet read. Now that, oh my God, this is going to be famous last words. At least at this moment, I have not read any defenses of. Al Franken. I haven't, or rather, no, I've seen defenses. What I've not seen is Democrats rallying around him, right. saying he deserves to stay in this, you know, and, and, and downplaying what he did. It's the downplaying that's going to be a problem from Democrats if they do it. If they do it, then they're just as bad. Right. Anyone who down, anyone who does this, who, who downplays what he did. Now, what he did was a lot less, uh, way, way, Absolutely. way Nowhere in the same category as what Roy Moore there, did. I think there's going to be a very interesting discussion that happens around Al Franken and a lot of these sort of um, not as serious offenses. Right. Still serious, but not as serious. Not as serious. I, I was trying to be right. careful in how I said that. Right. Um, because there needs to be, you know, some nuance here. There, there are... There, there are shades here of right. this whole thing. There are degrees of offense, right? Yeah. They're just like we, just mean, like we, with, we parse out murder with any kinds of crimes, right? Right. We, 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 we look at it, like love, the severity and the level of intent and all of this crap, right. right? Has to be figured out in determining how bad of a crime it was, and, if, and, and if, it is clear. At least with what's out in the open as of this recording, right. when there are two accusers of Al Franken. Right. Right. There have been two cases now coming out versus the nine or whatever. Those are different crimes. And we need to, we need to look at them very differently. Right. We need to accept that they're different. Both crimes. Both crimes. And we, both, we need to always remember that they are both crimes. Right. It's all criminal and it's right. all bad. So one probably means that somebody is absolutely 100% not fit for office at all and should never be allowed to stand. And the other one is the voters, after the ethics com committee looks at the whole thing and considers the whole thing, leave it to the voters, and then they get to figure the damn thing out. Well, and, and what they'll have to look at is... Uh, and the party do, apparatus. Do, do I believe that he has... Uh, actually repented of this and, yeah. and, and in a non, in a non-religious sense, like right. fuck you and your God. Right. Have you like genuinely changed who you are? Have you learned your lesson? Does, you know, and, and, and not you know, just on political and, grounds and are more things going to come out? We don't know. Right. Um, but yeah, that's that they're going to, we're going to, we as a society are going to have to wrestle with a lot of this right. stuff, but also we're going to have to realize owning it and accepting their culpability and saying that, that it's wrong and that there's a problem. And then that's the other problem with Roy Moore is that he keeps trudging on forward. Oh yeah. Nine accusers at last count that I know of that have been verified and vetted and yes. and like other, you know, 
people surrounding them have been able to verify this. Like the Washington Post, when they published this about Moore, was careful. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, they went, absolutely. They, they, you know, they talked to dozens of witnesses right. who weren't, you know, who, who who were surrounding these these girls and women right. uh, at the time. Right. So uh, it's credible. Right. It's it, it's clear that that things happened. Right. And so whatever. Um, it's it's a time where the people in power in this country had better really look at themselves and examine their predilections. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and look at what they've done. Yeah. And try to figure out how to, if they do go forward. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, I mean, uh, I think we all need to look at ourselves. I well, think we all need to look at ourselves, but this is a question of like, well, who I do mean, we, we all, we all do we want this have, society to power be? structures in all of our lives. Right. And there are people over whom we may have authority and mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, you know, they're, yeah, if you have any level of responsibility at your job, you probably have some subordinates right? and thinking about how that plays out. Right. You know? Yeah. And I mean, you, you brought up the David, this project that David Schwimmer had been working on. Oh yeah. There's a, there's um, a, called that's harassment. He did a series of videos that are really interesting. I, I, they're hard to watch. Yeah. Cause it's, but what, but what it is, they're all based on real life situations right. where it starts out sort of fine and then it gets really icky. Right. Uh, but this is how it happens. Right. It starts out fine and gets icky. And right. you know what? I've been icky in my life. Mm-hmm. I've been that guy. Hmm. Uh, I don't, not to those levels, not, to, you know, not to the levels of some of these guys, but I, I, you know, it's, it's tricky and, yeah. and you, we all need to self examine. We all need to make sure that we understand, uh, what we've done, how not to do things in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's important. It's a mm-hmm. really important thing. Right. So I guess let's leave it at that. Shall we? Hmm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, guys. Um, uh, this is one I really hope we hear uh, some real listener feedback some, on. Some good voices uh, other than our yeah. s- white uh, male voices. Yeah. You know, this is... Um, I, I'm trying to let this be a moment, you know, if you step if you step back from the media and the shouting mm-hmm. and the horrible echo, echo chamber that exists, and you just step back and look at this, this is a really serious moment that needs real contemplation by all of us. And, and, and also, like, yeah, the yelling is, is a thing, but... We also need to have a gentle discussion. Yeah. And we need to all just sort of ask ourselves questions yeah. and 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 start to draw the lines that haven't been drawn before. Exactly. Yeah. And so again, please chime in. Uh you can do so. You can email us. Yeah. The email address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Yep. Go to, uh, you can uh phone us. You can do it leave a voicemail. The number for that is whatever you always 424-666-8442. That's right. Four two two four six 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 TGIA <laughs> yeah. is what I like to say. Yeah, there you go. Uh, um, also, you can go to the Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash TGIA Atheist, and there's a fun conversation that happens there. And while on Facebook, please do look for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. It's a closed group, but that's what makes it and keeps it great. Uh, yeah. The conversations there are private. 
and they're also moderated. Yep. And that makes it uh, a safe place, and the 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 weasels get kicked out. <laughs> Indeed. Hey, uh, speaking of Facebook, thanks so much to Mackenzie for for doing that Facebook page. It's amazing uh, that you're still uh, willing to do that. <laughs> but you're actually awesome at it, so thank you so much. And thanks to Sarah, Danny, and Amy for their work on uh, on the Members Only Lounge. Indeed. And you know what, guys? Uh, it's, it's intermittent, but there is our presence on YouTube, youtube.com slash TGI Atheist. And you know what? Check out the How To Heretic, Dan's other podcast. Oh, yeah. You know, that's go a good do one. that thing. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for tuning in here. We, uh, we always appreciate it when you do. All right. Bye-bye.